Hi, and welcome to Sidewalk Talk. I'm Steve Fortunato, founder of Shovel the Sidewalk. We're a marketing firm in Buffalo, New York. We utilize authentic storytelling to help uh, small businesses build brands and, and create advertising. It's all about connecting people, connecting people to brands and people behind the brands. Thus, now we have Sidewalk Talk where we're also connecting uh, people in Western New York with others. And we're really excited today to have Michael Kahn from Leon Kahn and Sun Monument Company as our guest. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for being here. Michael uh, understood we were doing a podcast didn't realize we were going to be videotaping it for YouTube, right. and he's very upset about his bad hair day. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good haircut last yeah, week. Yeah, so it's okay, so, though. You're going to make it? We'll do our best, All yeah. Right. yeah. So, Michael, um, I'll, I'll, first I want to tell you, your parents are the nicest people in the world. That I interviewed nice your too. sister yeah. uh, uh, last week mm -hmm. at Cross Point Dentistry. Right. And nice plug. Uh, it, yeah, Dr. Kelly was telling me, you know, well, it's we were brought up a certain way. That's why she's so good at customer service. It really is. Your parents are just Leon and Cindy yeah. are really good people. Thank you. Uh, do you think that they have affected? Uh, they probably didn't tell you how to treat people. Is yeah. it just something you grew up watching? Well, yeah, I grew up in the business. I've been in some form or another involved since I was about five or six. So uh, you learn from an example. And there's no question that, you know, seeing how my, my father and my mom uh, treated customers on a routine basis, um, you know, taught me how to do the same. And uh, I always tell people that, you know, I, I'm going to give you the, the best quality work possible, but more than anything, I'm going to give you the best service that you're going to find anywhere. Um, and uh, I, I treat people the way I want to be treated, and I treat people the way that my family has always known has been known for treating uh, our customers. So, yeah, it's known as the calm legacy. You're the fourth generation, right? So take us back. There's uh, Dad Leon, then Parker. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the company was founded in the 30s uh, after the Depression or during the Depression, really, uh, by my great grandfather Leon. Um, who was an immigrant, came to America by himself, and... Uh, At one, age? Oh, uh, 11 or 12, Yeah, it was 11 or 12. Didn't yeah. speak English? No, uh, spoke a little, a little bit, bit, but not much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not much. And really came by himself, brought brought family back with him later. He came from? Uh, now it would probably be considered the Ukraine, mm -hmm. um, but um, came over and uh, learned the trade for himself as uh, really at the time the only, and t currently today we are still the only Jewish monument company in Buffalo. Although we service all faiths and all, all traditions, and we have for some time, he really started off as the only Jewish monument company in Buffalo. But, um, so it, it started with my great-grandfather, moved to my grandfather Parker, who uh, passed away yeah. just this last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, my father came back to the company in the uh, 70s. Uh, although, like me, he started in the firm when he was just a little kid. And, uh, and then I came back to the company about uh, nine, ten years ago now. And so uh, what's the, uh, the pressure like for you to carry on this legacy, which is a really... <laughs> Yeah, it's a big. It's a, it's a well, you know, family firms are difficult to come by, especially in their fourth generation. So there's some pressure there. There's no question, but um, more more than anything, the pressure is just that uh, you always want to be growing and and uh, you know doing things just a little bit better than you all, than you always did, or doing different types of work um, that maybe you weren't always doing. Um, so the pressure is really just to you know uh, keep the firm uh, progressing. Um, 
that's the pressure. But as far as uh, you know, pressure from the family and whatnot, that that's not really there. Why did you decide to? Uh, I mean, you you have two sisters; they're not in the family business. Why yeah. did you decide to uh, to keep keep the tradition going in the family business? Uh, well, I, there's a lot of art to this industry. Um, there's a lot more art to this industry than people generally think of when they first um, when they first decide that they need our services. And so, from that standpoint, I was always a very artistic uh, kid. Um, I was always drawing, I was always painting. And uh, being around the studio and seeing how um, our artists worked, that was something that naturally lended itself towards, towards me. And uh, I went to school for architecture and that's what I was doing before I came back to the company. So I have a lot of background that made this work um, uh, a good fit. You, know? you talk about, I mean, we, you're an artisan, right? right. Um, we call you a fourth generation artisan. You sure. bring up a good point. People don't think of it as art. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into the art part in, I think, a second. I, I really want to focus on, I mean, what you, not a lot of people would choose this as a profession. Right. It's, it's got to be. I a lot of people wouldn't think to choose it. Well, yeah. but also the, the emotional yeah. side of it. It's got to be difficult dealing with families when they have a loss. Oh, there's no question. There's always those families that, you know, they really, they really get to you. Um, but, we always try to bring it back to, to uh, the art, and we also try to ground ourselves in the fact that you know the the we're we're on the end of the of the funeral process where we kind of provide closure, we provide comfort, and we're um, you know we're the last we're the last step, and so our job shouldn't be based on emotion. It should be it should be easing. It should be the time when the family finally has some some kind of a, a closure to their mourning. Uh, hopefully, you know, it may not be entirely based off of what we do, but our work should at least start that process of of kind of ending the mourning process. Um, so, you know, me personally, I always just try to bring the art out into it. Um, you know, that that helps me kind of get past the the really sad element to all of this. You know? So I, I never thought of it that yeah. way. So someone. Is bearing love, yeah. So, so they deal with, uh, oh, you know, the cemetery and the funeral yeah. home, and, and that all happens as soon as they lost their loved one. So emotions are raw, and you know, sometimes they're not thinking straight, or, or they're just very emotional as they should be. Um, but the the monument tends to happen further down long, along the road. Um, it's not it's not at the immediate need in a lot of cases. So um, the emotion has a has a, a chance to kind of you know work itself out of the equation by the time they get to to the point of working with us. So by the time they were because a lot of times if it's winter time they, mm -hmm. what, what yeah happens? I mean we're you know we work year round um, but a lot of our work has to stop because of the weather. So a lot of, in, you know, we stop doing installation as soon as the snow starts falling. Uh, so like we're not installing anymore. Um, and then we pick up once the weather really improves. So it's usually April or May. Uh, but having said that, we're working with families year round. You know, people are, are always coming in to um, have us design a monument for them. Uh, we carve year round. Um, it's just the installation, the cemetery has to wait. Are there, is, 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 I mean, have there, I'm sure there's big differences from when your great-grandfather started to now, but what about the last 10, 15 years? Has there been a lot of changes in the business? Yeah, uh, I think any business will probably tell you that there's been a lot of changes. On our end, it's been, there's been changes on the entire process, um, all the way up to, you know, consumer demand. Um, 
a lot of our work now is still done by hand, but um, we have a lot of tools that that make the job um, easier, you know, uh, more streamlined, I should say. So we were one of the first companies in the area to um, go to an all computer design based uh, system. So when families come in, we design right in front of them on the computer um, and they, they leave with, you know, uh, in some cases an exact um, illustration of what the memorial is going to look like or at least maybe, you know, 85, 90%. And those fine details we work out over time and, and, and whatnot. But our process starts on the computer and it, it ends with uh, that same computer file cutting the stencil that ultimately gets applied by hand onto the stone and then carved by hand. Um, but that, that artistry on the computer is a big change because everything used to always be hand drawn. And we still do that when we need to. Um, in fact, I, I really like working by hand, but um, you know, the the advantage of the computer system is that families get an immediate uh, illustration of what it is they're selecting. So there's no walking out and not knowing exactly what it is you chose. You leave knowing exactly how it's going to look. You know. Yeah, I remember talking to your dad a while back, and one of the things he talked he he discussed. I don't remember what it's called, but a, a sketch. So, like, it's really like. A lot of what we do here at Leon Com, um, you don't like. You don't go to school to learn it. It's right. it's passed down yeah. from generation. Yeah. What, what, what? Yeah, there's no school, and that's that's actually, you know, when you getting back to your previous question about um, people not necessarily thinking to do this kind of work. It, it's yeah, there's no schools for it. So when people are going through high school and college and they're trying to decide where their talents best best lay. Uh, there's no one saying, well, maybe you should be thinking about the memorial industry. <laughs> you know? uh, and the fact that there are no schools means that it's up to us to kind of pass on those, those talents and craftsmanship internally. You know? uh, no one's going to come knocking at your door and saying, oh, I, I've done this for 20 years or I've done this for 10 years. Uh, here's my portfolio. Um, and that has a whole other set of challenges associated with it uh, that, you know, that we have to deal with um, routinely. But the good thing is that then we're able to train people on how to do their work the way we know we want it done. You know, um, we don't have to deal with bad habits. Yeah, people talk <clears throat> about calm artisans and craftsmen, but if there's no school, where are you? Okay, I no understand school. you train them, you train and teach them the calm way, mm -hmm. and some of them have been here a long time. Yeah. Uh, where do you find these people? It's tough. Um, in the in the past, sometimes they found us. You know, uh, we had someone who worked for us for uh, many years, really talented. Just recently retired, uh, he found us because he came in for a memorial for his mom, and we got to talking. He had an artistic background, and he liked working with his hands. And so uh, one thing led to another, and he he trained and worked with us for you know many years. Um, but there. You know, when I look for somebody who to bring on board, it's really all based on unknowns. And the only thing I can usually ascertain is if they're if they're hardworking, if they seem to be honest, if um, if and if they're trainable. You know, if they're willing to learn, because uh, not everybody is open-minded enough to really want to learn. Uh, they may say they want to, but when it gets time to actually getting in and getting dirty, you know. They don't always like taking instruction, so I like to just try and find people that have those basic, you know, good skill sets: honesty, hardworking, uh, diligent, 
um, timely and that type of thing. But and the rest also, I can teach. But don't they have to have some kind of artistic? Oh, and there's no question. Right? So, yeah. So, yeah. so someone that's watching, uh, maybe they have, maybe they are, maybe they're, they have an artistic background yeah. or a liking for art or a relative does. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. or someone says, what about like a, a graphic designer yeah. in college? Would that be someone that you would be interested as in? As long as they understand that there's a jump between graphic design and carving monuments. You know, there's that, there, just because you can draw it doesn't always mean that it can be carved. Mm -hmm. um, and as long as they don't mind uh, working hard physically, you know, because that's part of the job. It's a, it's a physical job. It's, it's hard work. Why? Um, you're dealing with a, a, lack of a better word, kind of a brutal medium. I mean, it's a, you know, stones are heavy. Um, we have a lot of equipment in the shop to make it easier to lift them. But it's not like painting on an easel. You know, uh, where you can just take the painting and flip it around and rotate it how you need to that day. Uh, stones are, you know, they're more complicated just by just by mass. Um, but also the process um, by which we carve is is pretty laborsome. I mean, we use sandblast or we use hand chiseling. All of those things require a certain amount of um, you know physical endurance and physical ability. Um, now. No one has to be no one has to be a you know heavy weightlifter or anything like that to do it. But um, you do have to realize that it's not a it's not necessarily an office job. You know there may be days where you're you're drawing something on the computer, but there's going to be a lot more days where you're you're in the shop laying out uh, by hand or carving by hand. And uh, you know that's that's something that maybe not everybody is open to. Um, nowadays but there's still a lot of people that really like working with their hands so it's a good fit so tell me I mean when you uh, people think it's a gravestone right that's the right yeah that's the term that people a lot of use but you're really again from conversation from years past with your dad it's it's, it's a monument which is to help preserve yeah Right, per, yeah. the memory of that person. Distinguish and honor that yeah. person, right? Isn't, Mon that, isn't that what it's about? Monuments are just as much about the person who they're carved for as they are for those who we leave behind that are going to come visit that uh, memorial. So, you know, when we carve a monument, it, it, it should be about the person, no question about it. Nowadays, we have all kinds of ways to really personalize it and make it, uh, make it that much more unique from everything else around it. Uh, but at the same time, um, you know, I always tell families that the, this monument isn't just about the person who it's for. It's also about all their relatives. It's about everybody who's going to go and see it, and how they want to um, how they want to remember that person. You know, um, so yeah, it comes back to that honor and preserve and distinguish. All three of those uh, words, okay, they all go towards our basic function here. Um, you're honoring the person who the memorial is for. You're preserving their memory but you're distinguishing their lives um, at the same time. And you, we like to do that in a way that also incorporates the relatives who are still here. You know, They're the ones who are, in many cases, who are selecting what that memorial is like, what it looks like, the material it's made out of. So they're putting their, their own touches on it. You know? um, and that, all those things, when they go back every, you know, every week or every year or whenever, how often they go back to see it, they're going to go back and it should be something that they're proud of. Um, and that pride, you know, goes into the, flows into the memory that they have of that person. A lot of people would say, I'm sure you get it, you know, you're dealing with death here. Yeah. It's a tough gig, but it must be, there must be gratification. Oh, yeah. 
otherwise I, I don't see how you could do this. Yeah, I mean the gratification is, you know, we get calls all the time, we get letters, um, people comment on how appreciative they were of our service, how timely we were, but more importantly, the pride comes into how how much people like what we've done for them, you know. There aren't too many, there, aren't, there just aren't too many lines of work where you get that kind of feedback routinely. Um, and it is really rewarding, you know, to know that, uh, first of all, you, get the, you have the gratification of actually seeing your work done. Mm -hmm. And secondly, um, you get the gratification of knowing that families are, are happy with what you did and that you made a difference. Because it is, it's a really, for a lot of people, it's a really dark time. And I come back to the the point that what we do is that culmination, you know, for the monument tends to be the culmination of someone's mourning period and it's either marking the end of their grieving or it's marking the beginning of them ending their grieving. And so when the product is actually done and it's out in the cemetery, um, for them to have a good feeling about it, uh, in some cases it may be the first good feeling they've had about that you know, that situation, that the loss of their loved one since the person passed away. Um, so that's a, you know, it's special. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really serious need, stuff. You it, is. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So talk about family business. My clock is out, so I don't know where we are on time, but uh, where are we at? What does that mean? Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes what? Left? Twenty. Okay. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Um, what uh, I want to talk about family business. Yeah. Um, it, uh, what is that? You know how I, I know we talked about pressures a little a, a little bit, but it seems like um, and maybe in your industry it's different. You know, in a lot of industries, the the small business, the, the family business, mm -hmm. just doesn't seem to yeah be around anymore. Yeah. You know, in the mine business, I think you're you're you find where there are quite a few. F uh, small businesses still there, um, but they are slowly on their way out, and because it's all based on the next generation wanting to do it, you know, uh, you can't force somebody into this line of work, or really, in my opinion, you can't force somebody in any line of work. They have to really want to do it, especially this though, because it takes the right person and it takes the right mentality to want to do this every day. Uh, it's a hard, it's hard work. Hard this work. is also small business, historic. We're in this, is this the same spot that your great grandfather, yep. are we? We're in the, the we're, we have three buildings that are all, all connected now. The original building my great grandfather built in the 30s is right next to us, that's our office. But we're sitting in the uh, larger studio that was put on in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah, yeah and 1983. And, and so, uh, it, is, what's the future for Leon Kahn and Sun Monument Company? What's I mean, I think the, the future is that you're going to see uh, hopefully us doing more public space work. We did a really great project for the zoo a few years ago. Uh, we've done a few projects for the zoo now. We've done a, quite a few um, civic memorials, firemen memorials, things like that. But I think that you're going to see us uh, hopefully doing more of that public space artwork because um, our skill set is one that really, I think, transfers to all kinds of applications. We saw that with the zoo where we, were, we weren't carving into granite, we were carving into concrete walls, but it's really the same process. Um, and it used our entire staff to do it, you know, so a lot of talent coming together to get it done. Um, and it also, you know, it it's, makes things more interesting for us. Um, but uh, that's what I hope that you see more of. Is the zoo was it the polar bear? Yeah, the polar bear, the Arctic, uh, the Arctic exhibit. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sorry, I can't think of the official title of it now, but when they built on the uh, the Arctic exhibit, which housed uh, like five or six different um, animals, uh, one of which was the polar bears, they had the Arctic wolves, and uh, um, they had created all new exhibits, all new buildings, and they asked us to come back and carve these abstract uh, images of each animal that they were housing at the zoo now on the side of the building. So they're like 20 or, th yeah, I think they're like 20 by maybe 10 or 12 feet tall murals on the side of the buildings that we carved. That's, that's yeah. interesting because people yeah. think, okay, it's, um, when we talked about monuments and, and, and uh, after, after people are going through a tough time, mm -hmm. um, but it's not just that. Right. There are so many other opportunities which yeah. in business, I, I, I don't think, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, what every next generation in any family company has to be doing is thinking about what else they can do. Um, you know, n not to leave behind the, the work that got them to where they were. I mean, uh, that we will always be a primarily a monument company serving families in need. But um, we all have skill sets that can adapt us to, to other industries or other um, mediums, you know. And uh, we're fortunate that we have some really talented people who can make that, that kind of work possible for us. Yeah. So uh, we'll wrap up here. I just want to catch up. You are you grew up here. Mm -hmm. Yep. But you're a St. Joe's boy. How does yep. that work out? <laughs> are you you're, you're Jewish, but you got yeah. Italian in you too. That's right? true. Yeah. So where's That's the Italian true. come from? Uh, well, actually, uh, the vast majority of my family is Italian. The vast majority of my family is Italian. My mom's entire side is Italian. Um, a little Hungarian, <laughs> like everybody in America nowadays. We're we're kind of a you know. Uh, hodgepodge, melting pot. Um, but yeah, went to St. Joe's, uh, graduated in 2001. Um, very proud that I was part of the collegiate. And uh, then I left for a while, went to school in Indiana, got my degree from Bloomington, and then um, I was back in Buffalo for not quite a year and I started graduate school in Syracuse. And then uh, moved from Syracuse where I got a uh, graduate degree in uh, master's degree in uh, landscape architecture. I moved to uh, Saratoga Springs and worked there for a few years. At what? Uh, design firm. Okay. Yeah, design firm out there. What they design? Uh, they were multidisciplinary. So they had we had civil engineering, we had uh, um, civil engineering, landscape architecture, and planning all in one house. And uh, there were five distinct studios. They all kind of dealt with a different realm of design. But I worked in the um, I worked in the uh, uh, commercial private mm -hmm. development group. So I did a lot of, uh, in, a lot of you know, uh, development work, uh, multi-use buildings, um, and we would kind of take clients from, from the original planning phase all the way through the municipal approval process into construction. And can you, could you, have you been able to leverage what you learned there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, um, I think especially my work in graduate school, when it came to, to just design in general, um, and the tools, CAD uh, and 3D modeling and whatnot, that is all, I employ those skills every day. Every day, yeah. All right, well, if somebody uh, is in a situation where they're planning ahead, need a monument, yeah. uh, or if it's another situation, but they, they need a monument in some capacity, what's the best way to reach Oh, call the studio anytime, 893-2500. Uh, you can email me, which is michael at leoncom, K-O-M-M dot com. And uh, we'll uh, take care of whatever it is we can do for you. 
Thanks for being a guest. Thanks Michael Com, Leon Com and Sun Monument Company. Been here four generations now. Nine You've years. got two little ones. Yep. Two and four. Could be four Recently generations. four. <laughs> Recently four. So we got Thanksgiving. Two, you got yeah. Thanksgiving was yeah. four years old? Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you've got about at least 20 years. You've got to keep this stuff right. going for exactly. that. Right? So, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it for this edition of Sidewalk Talk. Before we go, I want to, want to thank our sponsor, Vandalay Industries, uh, George and his team out there. Without them, we couldn't. Uh, Latex. Yeah, we couldn't, uh, yeah. We couldn't uh, get this done. So thanks for watching uh, this episode of Sidewalk Talk. Until next time.